Black Black Plastic, that last song is for the Bug Out Square that did an amazing uh, Valentine's show. It started with that, Donna Summer, in the heat of the summer. Better call out a plumber. Mutiny Radio. Uh, .fm is what you listen to, and keep listening, because if you don't, you're going to get in big trouble with the big one, and that's you. When you walk down the street, all the cheetahs skip a beat. I don't blame you, baby.
playing some fine piano this morning. But I got the blues for my baby. Operator, operator, give me a line. I feel like talking to that gal of mine. Been calling and calling a long, long time. I've been out falling and I sure feel fine. But a phone is busy and I wonder who's on that line. Well, I tried and tried to call that gal of mine. I tried and tried to call that gal of mine. Call that gal of mine. Man, a phone was busy, and I wonder who's on that line. Well, it's early in the morning, and I don't know what to do. Yes, it's early in the morning, and I don't know what to do. About to break a day, babe. I'll be around to talk with you. Well, I'm sitting here crying and talking to myself. Yes, I'm sitting here crying and talking to myself. Man, I want my favorite. Don't want nobody else. Now I heard the wind blowing and I jumped on my feet, went running to the door and I ran out in the street. I went to a house and I knocked on the door. Came my clothes, I don't live there no more. A phone is busy, and I wonder who's on that line. Just a little. 
1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. A brave young man in that famous year was the very first to volunteer.
last. That maniac! Shh, quiet, sir. He has some way of detecting sounds on this passageway. Now, listen carefully. We haven't a moment to spare. In a few moments, we'll return from the controls of the ship. Here in the process of surfacing, we have just time to arrange our escape. Well, how, Professor? Even if we get away from this accursed vessel, we're hundreds of miles from nowhere. No boat, no... Listen quickly, Smith. The day Nemo wrecked our ship and we climbed aboard this submarine, I spotted a small boat secured to the stern of the submarine. lost at sea just to be rid of Nemo, especially if we destroy Nemo and his foul submarine. Well, of course, but how? I've thought it out to the split second. This panel here with all the buttons and dials and lights is the master control for the electrical supply of the vessel. Nemo pointed it out last night before dinner. Now, if I pull this wire from here, I have short-circuited one supply of energy. Now, Catch the wire here. Professor, I don't understand. I, one day, my boy, if we live, I'll explain to you what I know in my faulty knowledge of this new science of electricity. Precious little I do know. But I think I figured this. Quick now. This wire to this button. Now, set this clock. Are you hurt, Professor? Some, Smith. Ned, what about that arm? Oh, flying metal, Professor. Not bleeding much. Look back there. The debris from Captain Nemo's fantastic submarine is just coming to the surface. Oh, if that man had only used his mind for the good of science. He was a century ahead of us in thinking. Yes, he was a maniac. But he was what he called himself. A genius. Mission accomplished. Professor. Commander. Look. Look, this locker. Here are a, a mast and sails. A and food. And water. Maybe we'll be home sooner than you thought. Good boy, Ned. You'll get another medal for this, you know. The way he's rigging that sail, he should have a medal for seamanship, too. Look, gentlemen. 
The sun's coming out from behind those threatening clouds. Oh, it looks as if we've a fine day for sailing. Set her for home, Ned, and God speed us on the way. It's a tropical ease And everywhere that I keep my silence No sound returns to me Just endless waves at the end of our days The sighing of the sea But yesterday's gone I don't know where I come from Wonder where I'm going The very last time that you saw me off I thought it was understood That I'd be gone for a very long time I might be gone for good And all that time, all the time I thought you would never fall It did not dawn across my mind The time that you lost it all But yesterday's gone I don't know where I come from Don't know where I'm going Sometimes I feel like a tiny island floating in the sea. Palm trees sway, don't get in the way. It's a tropical ease. And everywhere that I keep my silence, no sound returns to me. Stemless waves at the end of our days, the sighing of the sea. 
days gone I don't know where I come from Wonder where I'm going Fly, 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 like Mutiny Radio Dot FM, where all the sound you hear is coming to you from plastic that's flat and black. And fellow grooves, and in this case, came from a community thrift store. So, can you dig what I dug? The fleeing stones, the fleeing stones, black, black, stone. Bum 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 b
has been gallantly defended. This fighting bull, pardoned from death by the acclaim of man, is returned to nature's gentle pasture. Once upon a time, courage at blood's core, by torment tested, and by pure and beautiful rage, there lived a mighty sorcerer. Bright, brittle shafts of sunlight leap from the heavens to lie in lap Spectres of darkness, ordeal, and death are scattered. And now a sorcerer is again, kind of like a magician. And this sorcerer was a very fine to be sorcerer. Now, he could do all three. the very best magic tricks, like changing bats into butterflies, making diamonds out of warts, changing small black cats into large white elephants. an apprentice. Now, an apprentice is, well, a kind of helper or assistant sorcerer. And his name was Mickey. And he could even do a few small magic tricks himself, like changing a teardrop into a dewdrop. And he could hardly wait until he was a full-fledged sorcerer and could fill the master's shoes, or rather the master's magic hat. In the meantime, he had to do the chores. Sorcerer was away someplace sorcery. Mickey would put on the master's magic hat, but nothing happened. He just fell down over his eyes, and he couldn't see his magic tricks even. One day, the sorcerer had to go out of town to change a two-headed calf back into a stewing pot for an old lady. Mickey, he said, when I return, I expect that big tub in the from the fountain. There's been entirely too much daydreaming lately. Now to work. And he was gone in a purple cloud. Mickey put on the magic hat far back so it wouldn't fall down over his eyes. His ears kind of helped to hold it up. Now, thought Mickey, who will I command to do my work? He looked around the room and he saw an old broom in the hall.
multiplied years of time, time filled with nature's steady thrust toward growth. The massive body, quick, agile legs, and cruel, flesh-gouging horns are lethal instruments slow to develop for use at some distant moment. The rage-impregnated blood, the blood of courage, flows quietly as this infant bull matures in the secure comfort of the rancher. Savage climax, preceded by a gentle prelude, scored for serenity. Mr. Wong has got the biggest tongue in China. <laughs> now, Mr. Chang has got the biggest one. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong man. <laughs> now, sing-song girls who live in old Shanghai are nuts about this oriental gang guy. There's no other tongue shades it. Every New Year's Day, he parades it. Mr. Wong never does things the normal, true, and tried ways. And when he calls on the local girls, he always goes in sideways. And when he puts the spot on a rival guy, the guy says, oh, what a way to die. Mr. Wong has got the biggest tongue in China. <laughs> tongue, Mary, not tongue. Now, hatchet men who knew him down in old hand cow say his tongue extends from coast to coast now. Once it was tall and fragile, now it's long and strong and agile. The tongue of Mr. Wong has taken the reps, but it was Mr. Wong declares that his tongue helped knock out the Japs. Oh, he puts his rivals on the shelf, for he developed his tongue himself. Mr. Wong has got the biggest tongue in China. <laughs> I'm leaving for Shanghai this very minute.
Goodbye, Harry. Have a lovely time on your weekend. <laughs> Indeed, I don't. I'll call Irma. That's exactly what I'll do and see what she's doing over the weekend. Is this the Frigate Hotel? Let me speak to Irma, please. Irma.
This is John Lansen. This is the complete behind-the-scenes coverage of the Beatles in America by the fifth Beatle, Ed Rudy. This is one of the original four Beatles, John Lennon, saying thank you for the wonderful reception we've received in the United States. And stay tuned for Ed Rudy's reports as we tour the States. Okay, Ed. This is the audio story of the Beatles in America, a radio news documentary produced through the facilities of Radio Pulse Beat News. Here is the sound and substance of the world's hottest entertainment group. This is Ed Rudy reporting for Radio Pulse Beat News with the Beatles' American Tour. This is George Harrison of the Beatles saying, stay tuned for Ed Rudy's exclusive coverage of our American Tour. Black Black Classic, MuniRadio.fm. This is the uh, first show after Valentine's Day, so this is for my Valentine. I she doesn't. I don't know where she is, but Darcy, this is for you. <laughs>
understand why his mother never came back to their home in the forest. Perhaps she's lost, thought Bambi. Perhaps she'll come back any day now. So Bambi continued to search for his mother. Day after day, Bambi wandered aimlessly through the woods and out into the beautiful but dangerous meadow. But he never found his mother. In time, Bambi somehow realized that his mother was gone forever. And now, he must learn to walk alone. Was this the same beautiful world where Bambi had robbed playfully with Gammon last summer? And where was Gammon? Would he ever see Gammon again? But Bambi could no longer spend his days brooding. For now, he must make his own way. Even looking for Gammon had to be postponed. Because now, Bambi faced a new problem. Winter. Cold, wintry winds blew the dead leaves off the trees, leaving the naked limbs to face the chilling blasts. And with the passing of summer, Bambi noticed that there was very little left to eat. Then, the first snow of winter drifted gently to the brown earth. 
Bambi was surprised. He'd never seen snow before. And his mother wasn't there to explain what the soft white flakes of ice really were. All Bambi knew was that it was pretty, but cold. And in a few days, the entire forest was covered in deep white blanket. It was beautiful. But this meant that food was now scarcer than ever. Soon, Bambi experienced still another feeling, one that he had never felt before, hunger. That lonely winter was filled with hardship and seemed to be ages long. But in time,
Black Black Plastic Community Radio.fm. Thanks for listening. Come to the Comedy Festival beginning in March. It's good for you. And good for us. See ya. I was actually a blonde child until I was about two years old. Well, good afternoon. This is Critter McDonald, and this is Friends of the Pod on Mutiny Radio. It's 4 p.m. on a Thursday, and Bob Hilario just walked into the studio. Hey, Bob. Hola. <laughs> Hola. Hola, amigo. Como esta? I haven't seen him yet, but he's on his way. Unfortunately, Victoria Wasserman was unable to join us today. She had a doctor's appointment, but I have it on good authority that she will, she will come back and uh, visit us as a friend. I can't wait for that. So, um, but you got Nikki. Is she coming? Nikki and Smokey Joe are. Uh, well, Nikki takes long to get out of the car, and we just got here like <laughs> literally one minute ago. I'm like, Nikki, get your ass out! Yeah, I saw you, I saw you cruising for a parking spot. Hey, Joe. Hey, Nikki. Hi, guys. So we're starting the show. I was trying to get some music going, but um, I, you know, and I, I know it's one of these. I know it's one of these sliders here. So, let me, let me uh, just you got, did you turn up four over there? Four? Is it four? Is yeah, it's I on. think it's four. It's a. Oh wait, four. Here we go. Let's let's give it a shot. I just want to see if it works. There we go. Okay, so which one is it here? Excuse us while we mess with the technical things. Oh, it's a submix. Okay, oh, I yeah. got it. There we go. Okay. Okay, so that's the beginning of our theme song. Welcome to Friends of the Pod. We have uh, Smokey Joe and Nikki Novi. Wonderful people. And uh, Welcome to the that. Friends Edition. Welcome to the Friends Edition, yes. Uh, it's kinda it's kinda nice. All this all this stress, like booking comedians and like musicians. <laughs> <laughs> Herding cats. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> So, so Joe, you need some headphones. Uh, let's give uh, let's give Smokey Joe those green headphones. Yeah. Smokey. Yeah, cause his head's almost as big as yours. I know. I can't even like I can't even fit these headphones like at the very top where my hair is, cause like my hair is thick and I have a huge head. <laughs> That's what she said. And, uh, <laughs> There's a meme about that. <laughs> First so say one. hi, Joe. What's up, y'all? This is Smokey Joe. Glad to be back in the Bay Area. I just got off from uh, yesterday from Nolens, so I'm uh, glad to be back. Well, welcome. We're glad to have you back. Well, thank you so, th- so tell me about the uh, Po' Boy Festival, Smokey. Oh, yes. Oh, so what happened is that, yeah, there was a po' boy fest, and for those who don't know what a po' boy is, a, bo- a po' boy is basically like a v- like a southern take on a Vietnamese bomb me sandwich. So traditional po' boys would have um, fried uh, 
uh, popcorn shrimp inside a po' boy, or it could be fried catfish or whatever, or roast beef. And uh, basically, yeah, there was uh, in New Orleans, there was this big po' boy fest that was going on, and I was over there participating because I have an uncle who owns a restaurant in New Orleans. Oh, and, what, uh, what restaurant? He owns a sushi restaurant called uh, Ninja Sushi. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was helping uh, out with the, with the po' boy fest, and I was over there helping with him. And uh, yeah, everything was pretty pretty good. Like, there was a uh, huge crowds, a lot of good music, a lot of jazz music, and uh, everyone was having a good time. And, you know, I had a good time. My uncle had a good time. We pretty much made, like thousand dollars in sales so it's pretty good oh damn that's pretty that's pretty amazing i can imagine your uncle's uh menu with like menu item number one shrimp <laughs> oh boy number two louisiana roll not california and <laughs> that's not real sushi <laughs> they do have california rolls though they know yeah i know it's it's like hugely popular it's very popular yeah man. oh my goodness that's how oh my god i want to poke right now <laughs> No, I was um, I was thinking, uh, man, I want to at my house on Thanksgiving next week. Ooh, holy shit! What the what fuck was, was that? that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was glass. I was, I was thinking we can like fry up like we can. My butcher gets fucking gator at his shop. Oh wow! Yeah, and like apparently good. it's like yeah, I know. Yeah. Apparently it's in season right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my butcher. Uh, Wait a minute, it. it's mating season for gators? No, it's uh, farming farming season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. When is that? Barbecue? Because uh, because hunting season's like in September, and then it takes a lot because like you know gators are like a thousand pounds a piece, give or take. Mm-hmm. And it takes it takes a while for them to farm out like the the skin, you know, and get it out to yeah. distribution, sell all that shit. So it takes. So you've been threatening to have a barbecue. But um, so far, I nothing has materialized. Well, not many people have materialized. <laughs> not many people. I mean, like, well, Don is actually on board with this because he hasn't been to a good barbecue. I told you I'd come. And so are you. But uh, <laughs> any any more takers? <laughs> I gotta I gotta feed Don's family probably. His he's talking about like. Um, he was talking about like how he'd bring his mom over to my house because like he's seen my like Don's giving me a ride home and like he's seen my house and he's known me like a long long time and he's like I gotta bring my mom over there well then we <laughs> definitely already you. have enough people right. can we uh, talk about the fact that next Thursday is actually Thanksgiving this is true oh no shit so if you're if you ever have a reason to have a barbecue that'll be it but yeah you should have it at Amanda's because Amanda will still be there, and she decided we're still having a Friendsgiving. Oh, okay. Oh, she did. All right. Oh, well, we should talk to Jakey Poo about that, too. How does, should, the, how does yeah. Jakey Poo feel about that? Man? Well, Jakey Poo, I don't think, knows <laughs> Well, I think he should. <laughs> well, for sure, but it is at, the, at the same time, it's still her house until she's kicked the fuck out, so... She already made the decision, but okay. I guess it's up to the rest of us to figure it out. And, yeah, I'm um, not getting involved. So I talked to Jakey Poo like last night, and um, 
He's like, my house is a mess. I'm like, we have to rearrange everything to host like a bunch of people if we're going to do Friendsgiving again. Wait, so like, did he have that in mind? Uh, I, like, I asked him like a month ago. And so hopefully he's made headway in cleaning up his fucking house. Wait, you, you were, you Fuck were, cleaning up you were talking house. about, talking you were talking to him last night, not a month ago. Yeah. I asked him about Friendsgiving a month ago. Like during Halloween. Yeah, and then yeah. last that night. That was way before, like, it was last Friday that Amanda decided this. By last Friday, I mean last Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And then last night he said. Well, Jakey Poo, if you're listening, because I'm pretty sure you are. Four one five in five five zero zero five one one. Yeah, that was, that was like a month ago when I asked him. He's like, man, my house is a mess. Sorry, I spoke over you. Repeat. No, that's okay. 415-550-0511. We invite anyone to call in, but especially Jakey Poo, because we got to talk about Friendsgiving. <laughs> and Congresswomen. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> 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 No, because we were supposed to call uh, Hilda Montgomery until we had like a little bit too much fun. Well, no, we did call her. Remember, we left a message. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did call her. Wait, you did that with Jakey Poo? No, no. She's Gwen's cousin. She's a state representative in Texas. Don't ask me where, because Gwen didn't know. And she doesn't even know what political party she belongs to. Anyway, she said she was going to call Hilda. But I haven't heard anything about it. And now she's in Texas. Quinn is. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Uh, she's gone to see family and that, to maybe find a place to stay. Well, it's also Thanksgiving. That's where most of her yeah. family is right now. Right. So that's why she's considering moving there. The queen. The queen <laughs> in Texas. No, I mean, it's the, probably the best place for her. Oh, yeah. Right now, yeah. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> well, her daughters her daughters have expressed the desire for her to move there. Well, that's more so than a lot of people help can take hope care of. I can imagine Thanksgiving in that household where there's like rap artists, a diva, and a congresswoman. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it like the lady that called in um, two weeks ago? That was two weeks ago, right? Oh, was that here. was. Uh, it was her other cousin. She's. Yeah, uh, it was her daughter, Tiffany. What? Yeah. Two weeks ago was the phone call from her daughter. Her daughter, yeah. Tiffany, yeah. The one that was on the line for over yeah. half an hour? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Smokey, you want an acapella something? Acapella something? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what you have in mind. <laughs> can't really acapella with two people. Yeah, you can. No, you Why can not? No, there's four of us. Acapella well, can be any any number of yeah. people. Yeah. It's not a number. It's a it's vocals without music. Yeah, without. Yeah, I thought though. I thought that was to like acoustic. I thought. No, that's that's that that would be called unplugged. Yeah. 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 Acapella is vocals without, without mu- accompaniment. Oh. Yes. But every time I've heard it, it sounded like there was music behind it. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Bob, did you ever even invite Amanda tonight? I, I did. Is she coming? Um, well, she texted me earlier this morning saying, like, there is way too much on her plate for her to deal with. Okay. Yeah, because she has, like, her board meeting at PC, PCTV, and, um, 
and then she has a show tonight at uh, at Yuppies. All right, right on. Can you believe that shit is going on still? Like, yeah, the, uh, I never imagined Yuppies having a karaoke show in the first place. Second of all, like from the day she started, it has been packed. They got the um, they got the uh, entertainment license last week. So, oh, like, it's, yeah, so it's official exactly. now. Or supposedly, the way the way Amanda put it was, it's in the mail. But my <laughs> guess is like they have it. Like if they say it's in the mail, it's in the mail most likely. I don't know, line. man, because I heard they're not paying their bartenders, so they probably just put the money into. Chances are, <laughs> certificate is real. No, they de- they definitely play people like Justice and Asshat. <laughs> what the. His, no, his name is Asshat. No offense. <laughs> okay. What the his, fuck kind of name did you choose for yourself? Like, you want to put a hat on your ass? Like, yeah, and, and it well, pretty much is ass. I mean, you can really only put a hat on your ass Just if you're all, on your all fours. <laughs> like, I don't. What? I don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> I'm at, okay. Imagine. <laughs> How 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 would you physically put a hat on your ass? By being on all fours, so your ass is up exactly. In yeah, that's what so I'm saying. So if you're on all fours, that means if you're an ass hat, it means you speak out of your ass. Well, it's derogatory. It's, like I don't fuck. It's not a nice he, name. He chose a name for him. This is the name yeah. he chose for himself. Like I yeah. don't get it. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, Yuppies is full of characters. Like they got they got a guy. Uh, according to Amanda, they got a guy that's that acts just like Russell. Like his hobbies are like just like Russell. Except he goes by Princess. Wait, like that's. that's I'm like, sorry, but like he makes truffles or. What do you mean? No, like his like, demeanor. Like video? His demeanor. Demeanor. Like no, I don't think like, it's fair like to you, compare someone to Russell unless, like, no, they actually... like, it's pretty fair in this case. <laughs> like, he likes to rap for karaoke? Not even that, really? Not, not even not that? A, I've, I mean, Then no. you really don't bring Russell into it. Like, I feel like that's offensive. Were you to be compared to another okay, human being when, when, when uh, you are an in- individual? When, when you, if you see at face value, like if you see this person, like I guess that's what Amanda's talking about. But if you see this person, the way he acts and how he engages people, like, like on a human social, level, his social on, on a human level, yes, he's just like Russell. Well, no. Not not, not down to the nitty gritty. Like not like he doesn't go up there and rap fucking fuck the police. You just said NWA. he shares his hobbies. I didn't. I yes you did. Okay, so 